all right, I am officially back in the great state of Arizona. That's right. Back where I belong, folks. Enjoyed my three months in Texas. A few things fell through, and we decided to come back home. Uh, A lot of great Texas history to share with you over the next, like, year. I've read a lot of books, went to a lot of sites that did not post yet. But uh, we headed back 1,100 miles to the great state of Arizona. The house is in chaos, but we got a house two and a half miles from where I used to live. Uh, We got lucky there and um, boxes everywhere, but very happy, folks. Very, very happy to be back in this great state. Uh, We got a couple updates, a couple commercials during this podcast about tours that we're having start on the, I believe, the 16th of October. I'm recording this on the 14th. So you'll want to send me an email and tell me when you want to go on these Pioneer Cemetery tours. And then we're going to expand them out in November uh, with another gentleman. And uh, we're going to have some unbelievable stuff coming your way very soon. Wow, and the weather, folks. The weather. It's 78. It was 70 yesterday. What a time to come back to Arizona in the month of October. This is the time. It's changing. The weather's cooling off. It's time to get on those trails, trying to go out and see those petroglyphs, ruin sites, do all these Pioneer Cemetery tours. Oh, man, am I looking forward to it, folks. It's October. It's time to get out and explore the great state of Arizona. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to be back, folks. Hope everybody out there is having a great day. Recording this on, I believe, Thursday, October the 14th. It looks like we'll start our Pioneer Cemetery Tours. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. How do you get a hold of me? How do you schedule one of these? Because I don't have you know, a website I'm going to put up for this stuff. Uh, I'm going to give you the email right now. I'm going to put it at the bottom of the podcast. I believe it was on my last podcast also. But here it is, folks. Grab a piece of paper. (laughs) Grab a piece of paper. It is Dean, D-E-A-N, Dean B, the letter B. So Dean B7010 at gmail.com. Let me say it one more time. Dean B7010 at gmail.com. Just uh, shoot me an email starting on the 16th of October. I can only do one tour a, a, one tour a day. It's about a four to four and a half hours. We're going to go to up towards Globe. It's going to be about a 145-mile round trip from Globe back into the Gilbert area. This will we'll start it from somewhere here in Gilbert, Arizona, maybe at a Starbucks, grab a coffee early in the morning, and head on out to Claypool, Arizona, and then to the Globe Cemetery, where we'll look at seven or eight individuals in their lives, and we'll tour those cemeteries, and then we'll come back down the valley. There'll be some extras that we can throw in there, but uh, what you'll do is you'll email me at DeanB7010 at gmail.com. I will give you the information, what the tours cost. I'm going to need at least two people per tour to make them affordable uh, for me to drive up there, uh, depending on how many of these I have. 
I look to have five a week starting on the 16th, folks. We're already getting some inquiries. Nobody has actually booked it yet. Just uh, people asking about it. So the 16th, the 17th, the 18th, they're opened for these tours. So DeanB7010 at gmail.com. First one in there, uh, we will head up towards Globe and have a great time. And then uh, we will uh, add some features. If you want to add a couple of different locations up around the Globe, Roosevelt uh, Lake area to go and check out, that's going to be up to you. But uh, really, it's a four, four and a half hour day. So uh, email me as quick as possible. Email as quick as possible. We're going to do these October, November, December, January, February, March. Uh, we will have these Pioneer Cemetery to- tours, but we will also span out to some very unique petroglyph sites with another gentleman who does nothing but hiking and searching for these sites that very few people have ever seen. Uh, we'll team up probably in uh, the first or second week of November and put you uh, put out there what, uh, where we're going to go, what it's going to cost, and you know what is the you know it, it, it's going to require it, it, some of these are stressful so we'll have from easy to pretty difficult spots to go out and check out so uh we'll be doing that very soon folks very soon but uh for me the pioneer cemeteries will be number one for at least two weeks uh october and into november we'll see how those go we'll see how many people want to do it and then uh, we'll move on to other uh, other tours, other offers, and uh, see how that goes. But uh, that's my main point in making this particular podcast. It will be quick. It will be short today. I'll tell you about an excursion really quick that I took to Tucson yesterday, about an hour and 40 minutes from the house, about 215-mile round trip, to a unbelievable pioneer cemetery called the Evergreen Memorial Park. Um, really unbelievable. I've been traveling 44,000 miles in the last almost four years in the state of Arizona. Never heard of Evergreen Memorial Park Cemetery. And uh, what was it called before that? I wrote it down here. Let me shuffle through my papers. It was called the Court Street Cemetery. The Court Street Cemetery in Tucson. Uh, Court Street uh, Cemetery was located south of Speedway Boulevard and north of 2nd Street. If you know where that's at, there's a lot of houses that sit there right now. I think there are still a lot of graves Underneath that area, I don't think they all got moved. I think there were a couple thousand of them that uh, somewhere around 1907 had to be moved. And I don't think all of them were moved. If you know more about that than I do, please drop it in any of my social media platforms or email me at the email I keep giving out, dnb7010 at gmail.com. Tell me if I'm right or wrong there. But uh, everything that I've read states that there were quite a few graves left and uh, I'm just looking at a uh, overhead view on Google, and it shows a lot of homes there um, uh, south of Speedway Boulevard and north of West 2nd Street. And they wanted to move that cemetery, and this always happens, and I disagree with this. Uh, people's final resting place is their final resting place. It's a place for people to go and remember those who have passed on. And, uh, you know, they, they invest in these, these, these headstones, they invest in the plot, they invest in where they are going to be buried so they can visit the cemetery, they invest in flowers and stuff that they take and they put there, and uh, then all of a sudden, uh, the city begin, becomes too big, the land becomes too expensive, and they want to move the cemetery, and they want to take these 2,000 plus individuals who were buried as their final resting place in this particular spot back in 1875, 
and uh, they want to move them. And some of the articles that I read about being moved from the Court Street Cemetery in the early 1900s was, yeah, you're going to have to pay to move them, folks. If you want to move, you have to pay to have them moved. And a lot of people didn't have the funds to move uh, their relatives, their family members. And guess what? Some of them, there were no family members alive to move the graves. Or they didn't live in Tucson back in, uh, in the early 1900s. Just kind of a crazy thing. I think it's very crazy to move a cemetery because of the cost of the property. I don't understand that. Uh, I'm not in agreement with it, but uh, who am I, right? So anyhow, yeah, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. We're going to talk about the the old Court Street Cemetery in Tucson, which is now known as the uh, Evergreen Memorial Park, who's buried there. And I think there are four really unbelievable burials there. One... uh, um, individual that I just uh, just learned about. She reminds me of Cynthia Ann Parker. Did a lot of research on Cynthia Ann Parker. She was captured by Comanches at the age of nine from Fort Parker in 1836, lived 24 years among the Comanches, and became the mother of the last Comanche chief that was in President Theodore Roosevelt's uh, inauguration as president, along with Geronimo. He's buried up there in Fort Sill. But uh, we'll talk about that at another time. This 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 lady that I found that's buried there in Tucson, her story kind of is like that one. Not as extreme as Cynthia Ann Parker, but uh, very interesting that I never heard about in my four years of research for uh, all of these social media platforms at the Arizona Timeless Tours. So we'll talk about those. But again, Pioneer Grave, uh, Pioneer Cemetery Tour, starting on the 16th of October. Email me at deanb7010 at gmail.com to book your uh, tour. I'll tell you what it costs. I'll tell you how we're going to accomplish it. I'll tell you how long it's going to take. And again, I can only do one a day. So if, if, if you really are limited to when you can go, and a lot of people I know, it's going to be a, like a Saturday, Sunday, you'll have to be one of those first emails that I get because I think those are going to go quick. Again, a lot of people asking me, a lot of people asking me before I left about the tours this year that we did last year. And um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Again, up around Claypool and uh, into the Globe Cemetery, two cemeteries that we'll be going to. And uh, that's about 140, 145 mile round trip, about four and a half to five hours. I would guess for these to be uh, taken care of just depends on your questions and if you want to expand out your tour at all because there are other things to see uh, connected to these cemeteries up around Globe. Just head on that 60 East. It's a beautiful drive, folks. A beautiful drive. I think all the construction is done through there and uh, yeah, we'll have a good time. A minimum of two people must go on these tours though for them to be cost effective for me. All right, so let's talk about this cemetery. I also went downtown today. Uh, been gone for three and a half months and uh, went back downtown because, yes, I can officially say that the, and I've been saying that this needed to be open a long time ago, the State Capitol Museum, the Arizona State Capitol Museum that used to be the Territorial Museum, which you see from the outside, built 1901. That is now officially open. Four floors of beautiful Arizona history. You have the Rough Riders history, Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders, and you have a Rough Riders flag, and you have all this unbelievable stuff and new exhibit on the Buffalo Soldiers and all the USS Arizona uh, stuff that they have inside of this museum. Get out to the Arizona State uh, Arizona, yeah, Arizona Capitol Museum. 
before they decide that they want to close it up again to the public. But it was closed for almost a year and a half, folks. And I'm so happy that when I got back here in October, looked up the website. The website's a little iffy. It kind of says it's closed. It's only closed to record searching. It's now open to the public to come check it out. There was a walloping two people and six workers while I was there for an hour. Two people, six workers. That's how it normally is Monday through Friday. I think it's open from 2 to 10, folks. Check. No, 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 no. Let me reverse that. From 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, check out the website before you go. Make sure that the hours haven't changed. Went down to the Pioneer and Military Park, the uh, unbelievable Pioneer Cemetery in Phoenix. You want to know anything about the history of Phoenix, you want to go there. It's only open one day a week. Don't like it, but that's just the way it is. And it's not because of what we've been going through the last two years. It's been like this forever. It's open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Thursday and Thursday only. And uh, believe me, don't get there before 10, and you'll want to be out there before 2 so they can close some of the uh, across the street section off. Uh, that cemetery, folks, I've been there 10 times since I've lived here. That was the 10th time. And uh, the reason I keep going back out to the Pioneer and Memorial Park in Phoenix is because I keep doing these this history on these people and finding out that they ended up buried there. It's seven separate cemeteries that have now fallen under one umbrella. So, so many people were, were buried there. Uh, the, the huge shootout in Florence, Arizona that I call just as big as the Tombstone one, but there wasn't a, uh, a movie made about it between uh, ex-sheriff Pete Gabriel and his deputy, Josephus Fye. And Josephus Fye, I was looking him up, and he's buried out there in Florence, but his little, uh, little daughter is buried in one of the cemeteries at the Mil- uh, Pioneer Military Memorial Park. And I found that very interesting. And then I also found out before I left, I just didn't get time to get there because it wasn't a Thursday before I left for Texas, was we were doing a uh, YouTube and a TikTok on the bloodiest family feud in U.S. history. And it wasn't the Hatfield and McCoys, folks, that a lot of people thought I was wrong. The bloodiest feud was between the, uh, the, um, the uh, oh my goodness, it just, I just, uh, the Tewksbury's and the Grahams. The Tewksbury's and the Grams in Holbrook, what we now know as Holbrook, Arizona. Yeah, we're going to head up there into that Pioneer Cemetery where most of all of the males in both families perished during this six-year unbelievable feud. And um, the last uh, Graham boy to die was in Tempe uh, by a Tewksbury. He was shot while loading his wagon up in Tempe. And uh, I went and looked, and I'm like, he's buried in the Pioneer Military Memorial Park? Been there nine times and did not know this because the place is so huge. He's actually numbered along the uh, historical section. Like, if you go in and ask for a piece of paper, they have certain graves, like 40 or 45 graves, numbered of of uh, kind of the famous pioneers in that cemetery. And uh, he is number 35, I believe. Uh, way in the back, though, waving back by the lost Dutchman uh, that passed away in 1891, the famous lost Dutchman, the lost Dutchman gold. His grave is looking really beat up. I'm hoping they take better care of that of that grave there. But anyhow, yeah, I went down there. So let me tell you really quick about the, uh, the graveyard that I went or the grave um, with Evergreen Memorial Park in Tucson that was known as the Court Street Cemetery until they moved all these bodies. See, here's the deal about moving the bodies. Uh, I read also that there were a lot of bodies moved, but they 
you know, the people didn't come and, and move them themselves, family members or friends. So when they moved them, they, mar- they buried them in the back of the cemetery in a mass grave. One of the individuals that they buried in a, bas- uh, in a mass grave was Frank Stillwell. Well, who is Frank Stillwell? Well, he was a friend of Pete Spence. The, the, these guys were in the cowboy gang, the, the Earps, uh, you know, the, they, the, who they were up against. One of the, uh, the, the um, when White Earp went on his vendetta ride, one of the first people he took out was Frank Stillwell. And uh, Pete Spence, who's buried up in Globe that we'll talk about if you take one of these pioneer cemeteries, and his headstone is not in the location where the grave is at, um, he turned himself in, so he didn't get taken out by them. But Frank Stillwell did. He was going to be buried. He was buried in the Court Street Cemetery, but uh, he was buried in that mass grave. And uh, so was, uh, who was it, uh, the, uh, the sheriff... The sheriff, the sheriff down in Florence that was married to the famous female spy during the uh, during the Civil War. Uh, her name was Pauline Cushman. I did a podcast on her. Check it out. The famous female spy during the uh, the Civil War. Pauline Cushman is her name. She married a, a gentleman named uh, Jerry, which his full name was Jeremiah Fryer. F y f y e r. I think Fryer. And I, I looked up uh, his grave site just yesterday just to look at something up and see where he was at. Maybe he's in Florence because there's a lot of unmarked graves also in that Florence cemetery because that was moved. That's a, that's a show for another time, folks, but I know I'm all over the place. But when they built the second Pinal County Courthouse in 1891, that beautiful one that looks like it belongs in Colonial Williamsburg, uh, that was a cemetery. That was the Florence Cemetery right there. They took all those bodies from there prior to uh, building that courthouse. I think they took them out of there in uh, 1890, a year before building the courthouse. And they reburied them down the road. And uh, most of those have zero markers to them. Zero markers. So you wouldn't know who was buried there, or who was taken out, or if everybody was removed. Uh, maybe there's people buried still under the, uh, the second Pinal County Courthouse in the parking lot that's back there. You just never know. Uh, but it happened there in Florence back in um, 1890. And it happens here in the Holbrook Cemetery in 1907. It was a cemetery from 1875 to 1909. And they started moving them, I believe, out of there in 1907 because of the land. And um, so anyhow, yeah, so Frank Stillwell will never be found and either will uh, the sheriff, um, Jer- Jerry Fryer, uh, the husband of the famous uh, female spy during the uh, uh, Civil War, uh, Pauline Cushman. That, that one will never be found either because he was buried in the Court Street Cemetery and they have no record of him even being moved. But that cemetery doesn't have him anymore. So a lot, lot's happened. So let me tell you about a few of the people that that I went there to check out uh, some pretty famous people in especially Arizona history. Uh, let me go through my uh, little notes here I took before I went because it was just for TikTok. So if you don't follow me on TikTok with the other 137,000 followers in the last 15 months we have on TikTok, one of our TikTok videos has 8.1 million views from Texas, folks. So that's why I'm huge on TikTok. 80% of the information that I do is uploaded first and sometimes only on TikTok. So uh, check it out. Don't miss it on TikTok, the Arizona Timeless Tourist. Good thing I didn't change that name, right? 
let's uh, let me go through uh, what we do. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, this is good. Good thing I'm. Uh, here we go. Here we go. No, that's not it either. I'm sorry, folks. Okay, William Breckenridge. I wanted to go check out the grave of William Breckenridge. He's buried in actually the first area there. That place is absolutely humongous. When I'm saying if you don't know the exact GPS locations and you can't count on them online because they did not work for me when I went, uh, and you will not count on the people that work there because they are too busy, and I understand that, to tell you where these graves are, and that's not their job, nor it does it seem they want people out there checking out these historical grave markers. That's, that's just a feel that I get when I was out there. She did hand me a map. And luckily, I did write down a plot and area of some of these people. But the plots and the areas that you'll find on, uh, on online, they are not marked anywhere in that cemetery. They'll tell you there are no rows, uh, blocks, you know, any of that stuff marked in that cemetery. So you got to follow the map that she gives you. And that took me about two hours to find these four people. But William Breckenridge, 25 December 1846 to 31 January 1931, he was the deputy sheriff of Cochise County, Arizona at Tombstone under Sheriff John Behan at the time of the OK Corral gunfight between the Earps and the Cowboys. In the 1993 movie Tombstone, Breckenridge was memorably portrayed by actor Jason Priestley, who hasn't seen the 1993 movie Tombstone. My goodness. I'm guessing probably like 99% of the people listening to this have heard of that movie. It's why Tombstone is so popular today. I think Florence should be more popular. If it had a movie about it, it would be. Just as big a gunfight. Uh, the history is unbelievable in Florence. More historic buildings still standing, not burned down in Florence. But people see it as a prison town. And you know, I believe it was in 1909 that the territorial prison moved from Yuma to Florence. That's the reason it still is a prison town, folks. But the historical area is unbelievable. you got to get there and check out Florence. But yeah, William Breckenridge is buried there. Uh, Charles Alexander uh, Scheibel. Scheibel. Charles Alexander Scheibel. Uh, 14 August of 1841 to 21 October 1988. Who is he? Well, in 1875, he was appointed deputy sheriff of Pima County, then elected sheriff from 1876 to 1880. And on July 27, 1880, he appointed his good friend Wyatt Earp as deputy sheriff. Wyatt Earp as deputy sheriff. So I had to get uh, Scheibel's uh, grave site and check that out because that's a huge part of Arizona history. Uh... Then a famous Major League Baseball player, a catcher, back in the days, born in uh, 1872, passed away 14 May 1934. Uh, this gentleman's name is Lou. This gentleman's name is Lou Krieger. I'm saying it's C-R-I-G-E-R. Hopefully, I pronounce it right. Lou Krieger, 3 February 1872, 14 May 1934. He um, he was a, a Major League Baseball catcher. And he caught a pitcher that most people know today. There's a major award named after this pitcher, one of the greatest pitchers in Major League Baseball history, and his name is Cy Young. That's right. He caught the, uh, the majority of Cy Young's 511 victories. Of course, he caught a lot of Cy Young's losses along the way, 
But uh, he was one of the major catchers. He, tr- he went team to team with Cy Young for Cy Young. And uh, I thought that was a cool, cool, cool gravesite, cool individual to cover. Uh, so uh, Lou Krieger, uh, the famous um, catcher for Cy Young, uh, born 1872, perished in 1934. He is buried out there at the Evergreen Memorial Park. And uh, let me give you one more that I thought was just truly, truly unbelievable. Uh, There are other ones, but uh, I'm going to cut this podcast a little bit short, and I'm almost at 25 minutes here because of the tours. Let me say it before I find this uh, individual. The tours start 16 October. Pioneer Cemetery Tours up towards Globe, about a 145-mile round trip, about five-and-a-half-hour day. You will contact me at deanb7010 at gmail.com. I will send you all the information, how we're going to accomplish it, what it's going to cost, and I need a minimum of two people per tour. It can be 10, 20 people in the party, but I need a minimum of two people for it to be uh, financially feasible for me to keep driving up there and doing these tours. Now, I'm looking forward to doing the tours. All right, getting that out of the way, uh, Larcina Pennington Page. Let me know if you've ever heard about her. Put it in some of my other social media places, Facebook, Instagram, Uh, and all these other spots. Larcina Pennington Page. uh, She was abducted by Tano Apaches in 1860. Unable to keep up with her captives, she was stabbed 18 times and left dead in a canyon. She then crawled, uh, crawled in the desert for more than 16 days. I said that right. 16 days before finding help and being rescued. And this is the part that makes me laugh. The first thing she asked for was a chew of tobacco. She survived her wounds and married John Page, who was buried right next to her and her child. Uh, But he was killed a year later by Apaches. So she is stabbed 18 times by Apaches and taken and then uh, left for dead. She crawls through the desert, which is unbelievable, for 16 days, gets rescued. And then her husband, a year later, gets killed by Apaches. Um it took me a long time to find her grave, not marked the best. I did, I will say this, a different lady was in the front office of the cemetery and she did help me find uh, the area that I needed to look at. And so I just went up and down the rows. I did some investigation of the tombstone that was online, tried to match that up to what I was looking at. So I didn't look at every single tombstone that I was going through. But uh, Larcina Pennington Page, what a story. It's kind of like Cynthia Ann Parker's story that we'll talk about at another time. Folks, sign up for these tours. Let's get out there and discover the great state. Let's have a good time talking about six or seven of these individuals buried at these two cemeteries up towards Globe. We're going to go to Claypool and we're going to go to Globe and we're going to have a great time. I I promise you, we're going to have a great time up there exploring these areas. Again, deanb7010 at gmail.com to schedule your tour. Folks, until next time, take care of yourself.